episode 12. Thank you all for listening to episode 11. Have you seen Stat Guy? We're kind of concerned. I, I have not seen Stat Guy. I don't know, but but this is Bear, not not Stat Guy. Who else? I, I, I haven't seen him either. But, um, yeah, this is Brandon. I, I'm kind of concerned. I have not seen Stat Guy in a week and a half. I haven't heard from him. Like, he, he gave us that quick stat on, on Wednesday, but other than that, I haven't seen this guy. Whose day was it to watch him? Uh, ex-wife's. I'll blame her. I can blame her for anything. See, this was my other weekend. I do it every other weekend. And <laughs> With my this, ex-wife? This was, Well, that's, yeah, but not for babies. Ne- yeah. Never mind, never mind, never mind. Are, are you, I, wait a minute. Are you making? Wait, we got to talk after this show. I did get a random text, I believe, from him, I think it was. It said, pancakes and tequila, question mark. <laughs> So I, I don't know if that's what he's out doing right now. He could be. But, so, hey, I mean, pancakes, wait a minute. So pancakes he, and tequila. So he texts you pancakes yeah, and tequila. What did reason. you do for this guy? I didn't do anything. Is he having tequila with your wife? No. No, I do know that. Tequila shots no. off your wife? No. I, what no. kind of tequila? I don't know. Probably Jose Cuervo. Oh, yeah. man. That guy would be cheap with his yeah. tequila. Yeah, he would. But pancakes. So, so is he hanging out with New Day? Watching a little bit of New Day? Probably. I mean, that's that's probably why. I mean, we are doing the wrestling show this morning. So, I mean, he should. He's That's probably what he's doing. He's probably out there tequila and pancakes. And, and we got to hurry up and try to get this done so we can go watch Notre Dame cover this week. Hopefully. Yeah, noon o'clock start here in a couple hours. So they will not cover. Did you just say will... noon o'clock? Yes, he did. I did. Noon o'clock. Noon o'clock. Um, just they will not cover. Spice all over you, you stupid it's, idiot. I got it right here. It's you delicious. Stupid idiot. So. Oh, yeah, they will not cover. It's going to be 24. What did I say? 28, 21? Uh, the other I don't day? know what yeah. you said. 28, 21. Who knows? I hope Wake Forest wins by 69. Yeah, <laughs> of course you would. So I will, I will cry. Thanks to Wes Anderson for Moments in Time. Check him out on uh, at, excuse me, Wes Anderson Music on Facebook and give him a follow on Twitter at Wes underscore infinite. And you know what? While you're thinking about it, I'm going to interrupt this. Give us a follow at OTL SportsPod on Twitter. Come back at us. Don't don't worry about Stat Guy. We know he's on Twitter. If you if you want to shout at him, just find out where he is for us. We would like to know. We're kind of concerned, but Brandon apparently told us he's asking about pancakes and tequila. We don't know if that's actually him. Is he alive? That's that's all it said. Pan- pancakes and tequila. If I had to take a guess, he's either at IHOP or in Mexico. Then yeah, oh, I think it was a prepaid phone, so I don't think I can call him back on that. One of those track phones. So yeah. is so in Mexico? Is it called Soy Hop? Maybe. Could be. Mayhop. 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 We don't know. Mayamo Ihop. Mayamo Ihop. We don't know. No, me Yo quiero Taco Bell. Yo quiero Taco Bell. You would. Thank you to All Wear Clothing, the official merchandise provider for Over the Line Sports Podcast. If you're interested in doing business with them, mention Over the Line Sports Podcast and the owner, Brandon, as always, not the Brandon here, will give you a discount on your clothing needs. Yeah, please don't call me. No, and we haven't given out your number anyway. Thanks to Crandall's Quality Lawn Care. Check them out on Facebook at Crandall's Quality Lawn Care. You can also call him at 419-704-5471. They serve the Toledo and surrounding area. So for our listeners in Ireland, Sweden, Norway, Finland, Russia, I mean, all those out there. I mean, we appreciate you listening. What about Yugoslavia? Uh, they, I don't know if they are there. Is, is Yugoslavia even still a country? Well, you know, yes, they are. Yes. But um, you know what I was thinking? I'm kind of happy that Czechoslovakia is now two countries, Czech Republic and Slovakia, because yeah. we get two more countries as listeners. So thank you all for that. Again, I mean, I mean that did happen about, I don't know, many years ago. years ago. Yeah, I know. It's okay. But a lot of people don't know that. And, uh, again, Crandall's Quality Lawn Care serves the Toledo and surrounding area. Mention over the Line Sports Podcast, and Sean will give you a discount on services. Could be landscaping. Could be leaf pickup. Could be blowing off your roof. 
could be any of those things. Could be could be snow blowing, could be snow shoveling, could be plowing your snow in the winter. We will see what happens. Again, remember Toledo and surrounding areas. And thank you all again because we we really just want to know where Stat Guy is. So please let us know. And just as a reminder, this is again episode twelve. This is the all wrestling show. Wrestling. Should we put Stat Guy in a milk carton like they did back in the day? Do you think that would help? Would but now would it be a milk jug? Could no, be, but well, there's milk, still cartons out there. Yeah, the yeah, but nobody buys crap. those. Yeah, can we put them on something else like cottage I mean, unless cheese? Unless it's eggnog, I buy eggnog. Ooh, I buy a lot of cottage cheese. So we should put them on cottage love, cheese. Cottage cheese may cottage cheese may be the most underrated like it side is. dish of. I mean, you could have it for breakfast, lunch, dinner, don't matter. You, can, you, you, you know, cost, you, you can put it on pierogies. Oh my gosh, pierogies. He actually said pierogies. Did, did dipped, you say that in a Spanish accent? No, pierogies. You know what? Being the uh, you ever have you ever have authentic pierogies and not like store bought? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Go it's down to a Polish village. Go down to Lagrange. Oh, yeah. yeah, Lagrange. Yeah, they, I, they I don't have own. the Polish fest any, anymore. They have it out at. Uh, yeah, they do. They brought it back. The, yeah, no, but it's not down there. I mean, no, it's off. It's at Club Sixteen, right? People don't want to die. Yeah, I was there. It was. It was Club Sixteen. It's not the same as it was downtown. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Have you ever dipped barbecue chips in your cottage? Oh, absolutely. Oh yeah. Do you pepper them? What kind? The wavy, the wavy lays. Those are my favorite yeah, barbecue. Yeah. The, the hickory barbecue, I think we, they are. We need a, we need a food show. Um, we do. And But do you, with that, while you're talking about food, cottage cheese, do you put pepper on it? Absolutely. No. You have to. No. I, I have yeah, to as well. Pineapple? No. My dad does it. I no, do, I do not. I don't do pineapple. I, do I know pineapple is a big thing. I love pepper on like mine. mandarin oranges, people, people yeah. do that. Yeah, no, do, I don't want to be that healthy. That's why I dip barbecue chips in I, it. I don't know if yeah. you know this since you love Actually, hold on, sorry. Go ahead. Last one. Cottage cheese, and I always get weird looks. If you mix cottage cheese and applesauce together, best thing ever. That's disgusting. Have you had it? No. So yeah. you don't know. Come on, Grayson. <laughs> what are you trying to say? So I'm going to try that out, actually. You said any kind of – is it the cinnamon applesauce I, or just I, original? I get, I get original Kroger brand applesauce. I'm not a big fan of the cinnamon. So get original Kroger brand applesauce, mix it with cottage cheese. It'll change your life. You'll text me. You'll be like, why Small haven't curd? I been doing this? I, it doesn't matter either okay. or. It just depends what's the closest I grab. I can do large curd, small curd. doesn't matter to me. So I don't know if you know this. Sam's Club. I, I have this in my refrigerator right now because I love cottage cheese too. Five pounds oh, of cottage yeah. cheese. Yeah, I just eat it's it. wonderful. That, that could be that, like, I, yeah. I used to, when I was down to like the last quarter of my cottage cheese, like that would just be breakfast. Like I would just finish the cottage cheese. That's breakfast. That, that's kind of what Delicious. I feel like when I go to Sam's. I'm like, supersize me. Yeah. Give me the cottage cheese. Give me all the cottage cheese. Yes. So, hey, real quick, let's recap Hell in a Cell. Bear and myself were both four, three, and one. Brandon was three, four, and one. Overall, I, I have to check in what that puts us at. I was nine and four to start this, so that would put me at thirteen, seven, and one. Bear, what were you before? Do you remember? No, I don't remember what the uh, SummerSlam pay per view did here. You were at it looks like seven and eight. This really sucks when Stat Guy's not here because then we have to do you know we have to look through this. Excuse me, you were at seven and six. I was about to say eight. There wasn't. Yeah, yeah. So matches. you were you're eleven nine and one. So I'm still ahead of you there because we tied. And then Brandon was three four and one. And before that, uh, I'm gonna have to check that. Yeah, I mean, if we had Stat Guy here, he could be doing that because that's what he used to get paid to do. Not so anymore. Brandon is eight twelve and one. That a boy. Yeah, yes. for for someone who watches wrestling all the time, you think you'd have a better record. Well, you know, I don't know. So let, let's recap this real quick and just run this down. So New Day beat Rusev Day to retain the titles. And if you watched SmackDown on Tuesday, you would see that uh, Aiden English turned on Rusev 
and he cost him the, the United States title match against Nakamura. But um, it'll be interesting to see how they play that off. Um, I'm looking forward to see what happens there. Yeah, did you see the pancakes that they were throwing out in the crowd? There were they throwing tequila or just pancakes? It was pancakes, but oh. it, it looked delicious. Well, you're put making some, me think of Stack Guy, and I don't want yeah. to think of him. You see, you put some butter on that. Yeah, but it's delicious. But I'm just saying, I mean. I had some this morning before I came. Do you have pumpkin there. spice syrup? Oh, dude, that's something that they didn't make. We were at the store a couple of days ago. They had pumpkin spice Pop-Tarts. They had pumpkin spice. Oh, my gosh, man. I'm telling you, it is fall. I don't care what the Equinox or what it is. I think it's tomorrow or something, whatever. Uh, Equinox is a vehicle. Whatever. It's, <laughs> Chevy it's, I'm not a weather guy. It is fall right now, September 1st. I'm not Wednesday. a weather guy, but I can give you six inches. <laughs> yes, um, you would. Yeah, pumpkin spice season is Twice. in full effect. I don't know what these two guys are talking about, but... I um, like fall. I just don't like pumpkin spice. I don't care. Get a life. I, I don't know what that has oh. to do with anything. <laughs> Dude, you're a typical white girl. I mean, I think you're we a basic that. bitch. Because I like Because you wear your Uggs in here. You like in my coffee. You like pumpkin spice everything. You know what? I can't you wait know, for I the to, winter when you come in here with go, your with your scarf and listen, your Ugg boots. Listen, listen. I go to Speedway. and Do you tuck them in like, your pants? No. I go to Speedway, and like people just come up, they get their coffee, they just pour the coffee in, and then they just walk out. It's like, how can you not like put sugar or like a little cream in there? Well, as Justin something? on the Twitter always told me, I, I remember at a conference, this is years ago, I said, hey, I'll go get you some coffee. How do you like it? And he turns to me and just says, like a man? And I'm like, okay then. <laughs> so he just, likes it. he just likes it straight up. I, that's I, how it I, is. Yeah, I don't get it. I mean, I, I, I drink it straight up if I have to, if there's nothing there. But, I mean, oh, you no, got to put I'll, something if, in it. If there's nothing there, if there's nothing there, I'm not just drinking black coffee. Like, I'm just not a fan. Like, it's, eh, I don't know. Just not for me. No, that's just like. Everyone said, no, I don't, I don't care what's there. It's going to be some sort of cream or half and half milk, sugar, any anything at this point. No, I, I'm, Absolutely. Just throw, I'm just throwing this comparison out. But that's just like having French fries without, like, ketchup or something. I mean, sometimes I eat French fries. Oh, speaking of that. Did you see that Heinz is coming out with the mayo chip? I did. They, they, the they, fancy sauce? They said that yeah. uh, they started it over in India or whatever like freaking six months ago. They're finally bringing it over here. That's odd. Yeah. I mean, it's been a thing since, what, Step Brothers back in 08 know, whenever right? that movie came out? Yeah. yeah that's, that's odd. Still that haven't seen that, by the way. You've never seen Step Brothers? No. We oh, talked oh, about oh, this. Oh, just, just end it right now. Just end it. Gosh. Nope. Just, just hit the stop button right now. I'm just going to go home. I'm, I can't believe that. I'm, Dude, you can't go home. I'm disappointed. So all those, like, GIFs or whatever oh, no, I No, I'm just going to go home. From Step Brothers, like, do you not understand? I, I, I Do sure. we just become best friends? Oh, my gosh. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, okay. Well, apparently I need to check that out. So back to this. Randy Orton beat Jeff Hardy. Uh, he dropped from the top of the cell, oh. and he took a screwdriver in his earlobe. You know, he has the, uh. the gauges in his ears usually. It wasn't in there. So Orton... Put a screwdriver through his ear, twisted it. Interesting. Uh, Hardy dropped from the top of the cell, the inside of the cell, of course. He was swinging back and forth, dropped through a table, and, you know, they called medics. The referee was a terrible actor, as Bear had, had mentioned in our text. And, yeah. and then he, Randy says, you got to count him. I don't care. Count, count, count. So Randy wins. Great for, for Randy. We'll see how they play that off in the injury. I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, it's just Jeff Hardy doing Jeff Hardy stuff. I mean, it, it, at some point, I, you're not going to see that anymore from him. But, I mean, yeah, after that, I, maybe. <laughs> yeah, you I don't know. Done. I don't know if the hell in the cell is the same height as it used to be. I watched uh, Mick Foley and the Undertaker re- rematch. Um, that looked of, a lot taller. It did. It, it is did. taller. And I'm, I'm saying that because I watched Mick Foley's special. That was just uh, yeah. It was right after it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, 
I, I just feel like that Hell in the Cell back then was taller than this one, but still, I mean, that's no. still that's still a good I think, good height up. I think the Hell in the Cell that they used to have was like wider. It, it reminded me it was more of a bigger square, where this kind of reminds me of like a taller rectangle, the one that they yeah. have, and and why it was red, I don't I know. No, I have was, no idea. That was weird. I think Gary, yeah, I asked you that. asked that right, and it was really odd, but yeah. Um, the, the screwdriver thing was definitely disgusting. Um, I was sitting there cringing watching it. I, the, something about like teeth and ears, like I can't, you know, I can watch someone get their arm amputated, no problem. But once you start messing with someone's like ear gauges and stuff, what, you work at ER or something? No, I'm just saying like, you know, I've, okay, let me put for example, like I've seen Theisman break his leg, which is the most disgusting thing like a thousand times. What McGay, about McGahee? McGahee's yeah, okay. knee. Yeah, I can terrible. watch that stuff, you know, it doesn't, ankles flopping in the wind when they break them, you know, on an NFL field. It doesn't bother Like, uh, me. what's his name from the Celtics? Uh, um, Hayward? Uh, Hayward. Oh, yeah, that, that was gross. That was awful. Or yeah, Paul that George. Was, that was bad. Um, but, you know, when I watch something like that with the earlobe and just sitting there watching and put a screwdriver through it, and it was just one of those things where you know nothing's going to happen, but I was just sitting there waiting for that ear just to rip. Like, I was waiting for it, and it was like, ugh. Same thing with teeth. Like, I can't watch movies where people, like, pluck teeth or hear the noise. Ugh. I, I'm glad. I'm glad that it, it's been six days, but I'm glad I missed it because I was watching the Lions get blown out. The Lions suck. Um, not technically blown out. They only lost by, I don't know, like six or seven or something, but they're terrible. Um, so I did not watch this. I, I caught the end when he uh, fell off and everything, but I did not watch the whole ear screwdriver incident. Well, I, I, I did find, since we don't have a stat guy and I had to pull it while you guys were talking, the original cell was 16 feet high and weighed over two tons. Do you know how big the current one is? 18 feet. And how much does it weigh? Two and a half tons. Brandon? Uh, I, I, I 15 feet, uh, three and a half tons. I don't know. So you're saying it's shorter than it was. What did you say it was before? 16. Back then? Yes. I, I thought it was taller back then than it is now. Oh, I think it's taller. So I'm, I'm saying it's I thought 15. it was taller now because it lo- it looks a lot taller, and you could see. And we'll get into this because of what happened in the main event. But it is now 20 feet, and it's more than five tons. Wow, five tons! Yeah, you know what? I think they did say that during the pay per view. Yeah, it, it is absolutely insane. And we can say this real quick. What, what was it? Seth and Dolph. They didn't go from the top because it's way high up. They came off the sides and each went through a table. Yep. But there's no way they're doing what Mick did back in the day. No. If you, if you, did you guys watch Mick Foley's stand up? I, I watched just a thing? part of it. And he said that when he was talking to, he talked to um, Chris Jericho or something um, later. Or something, I don't know. But he said when no. when they got up there, when they got when he got up there, that when he would look down, they literally looked like ants. Like and he even said Mick Foley even said that in his special and he didn't want to go up there at first, and um, but yeah, watch that special. It's a great, great uh, insight on what actually happened and yeah. Yeah, I definitely will have to watch that. It was on right after and that was right. The Dallas game finished up all at the same time, so I was exhausted, just wanted to go to bed. But yeah, it's, it's something I'm gonna watch. Yeah, because the pay per view actually ended at what did we say ten forty two? Ten forty five. Yeah, somewhere yeah. in there. Yeah, it was. It's insane. just it's just a stand up. There's no highlights or anything. It's just up there. It's just him up there talking. But it's, we, it's pretty good. We should have went to his stand up when he was here. He played at uh, Fatfish Blue in yeah, Harrisburg. Yeah, that was, was there. I don't remember when that was, and, but and I remember you remember when I texted you guys uh, last weekend when we were like, oh. TCU and Ohio State's in Dallas. Great. And then we look and we're like, Cowboys are in Dallas. And then Monday night, they were in Dallas. It was like, yep. oh, my gosh, we, Bear and I at least should have went to Dallas. Three days in a row we would have had stuff to do. It would have been yeah, awesome. yeah. Not a lot of I'm, money. I'm broke. Yeah, this is true. So 
Next, we had uh, Becky Lynch actually beat Charlotte. Good call, Brandon. Booyah! One of his, uh, you're still under 500 yes, for the card. Still but had a I don't care. Record. I called it. You guys all looked at me like I was a freaking idiot. I, you are an idiot. I, yes, but Becky Lynch won. Stupid idiot. One, uh, it was a clean fit. It was. Yeah. I feel like it was. She so made her ago. tap, didn't she? Yeah, she. Yeah, she put him in the. Uh, she, I mean, she put her in the. Uh, what you call it? Um, uh, Irish lock or whatever it is, and yeah, she tapped the thing, the, right? The Loch Ness lock. Yeah, and the last kicker just. Uh, it, was, it was a joke. She did her stuff, so it yeah, but good. she won, and it, I think you guys were saying this before. She is getting a lot of uh, attention or whatnot as a heel, and I think it's great. Um, but uh, the and you know it, it's kind of what happened with the Shield when we talk about the Shield that. Yeah. Roman, if you paid attention to Raw, got a lot of cheers when he won his match. And then Super Roman came out. We knew he would when he fought Corbin. By the way, which was a good fight, him and Corbin. I actually enjoyed it. I thought I would hate it, and it was actually pretty good. So check yeah. that out if you haven't seen it. It was on last Monday. Uh, good fight. Corbin put himself in the t- in a championship match against Roman. So, interesting to see. Shocking. Right. Next, Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre beat the semi-shield, as Bear likes to call them, to retain the titles. And this was a clean win. Yep, I really thought this was going to be a disqualification win for the semi-shield. I was kind of surprised there. I knew that, you know, McIntyre and Ziggler would retain. Pretty good match overall. Um, I think this was the least memorable one, because I don't really remember it right now. A lot of the other matches I do recall pretty well. I can tell you what happened. So, Seth, you know how he does the the falcon arrow? I didn't know if you know that's what it's called, where he does a suplex off the top ropes and then he suplexes again. So he was going in for the second part of that suplex, and then Drew hit him with the claymore, and uh, Dolph fell right on top of him for the one, two, three. So that's how it ended. Um, Next, AJ Styles. This was, I loved the finish. I didn't know how they were going to do this, but it was a great finish. AJ beat Samoa Joe, technically. But Samoa really would have won this match, and it was great how they did it. AJ tried to springboard, and he got caught in the coquina clutch, and then AJ countered it into a pin. And they we only saw TV side, so you're like, oh, AJ won clean. And then they showed at the end, between the two and three count, AJ tapped. So I yep. thought that was pretty interesting how they ended that. Yeah, it's just all, all the position of where the ref was, and obviously he was on the other side where he could not see that. Um, so it makes so a good feud. It does. Makes it, a good match. It carries it on. They'll fight at, at Survivor Series. No, they're going to fight. Well, I mean, they Super will. Showdown. Up, well, yeah, but they will yeah. end up fighting at Survivor Series. They're going to keep this one going because it probably is making them some good money. It's been a really good, uh, very good feud so far with everything, yeah. all the family stuff. And it's just, yeah, it's really good. It's just something that, you know, they, they, how many times did they fight in TNA? I mean, they a lot. Fight, but yeah. they, they are still keeping this for a lot of people that didn't watch TNA or didn't know about AJ and Samoa Joe. Yeah. They're getting to see this feud. And those guys are good friends in real life. Yep. And they they do hey, so well together. still real to me, damn I know it. it is still real to you. And that's okay. So next, since we're talking about family, Miz and Maurice beat Daniel and Brie Bella. Maurice actually pinned Brie. Bear called that. I should have went with my original Bay Maurice. She had the pin on Bree. Suck it, Brandon. And we were both wrong there. That's okay. But overall, pretty decent match. It'll be interesting to see what happens. The next one, this one kind of shocked me. Ronda beat Alexa, and Alexa is legitimately hurt. But So she sat out this week. She she had to get replaced by Ember Moon in the mixed tag. I saw that. I didn't know. I didn't hear that I didn't hear that she was hurt. I, she, I looked it up and she I legit s- got hurt and she's yeah. supposed to be coming back and will probably come back into that, you know, with uh Braun the mixed, into the mixed tag. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. But Ronda beat her to retain and it was actually a good match. It wasn't a squash match and I thought yeah, it was going to be I thought it was kinda of stupid after she just squashed her. I don't like that. I think that's silly. I mean Ronda just destroyed her and then they come back and then they make Bliss look 
tough against Ronda. I mean, with just weak moves, it didn't it didn't make much sense to me. I, I think it I think it was good because I think it keeps like the right I mean it keeps the it's gonna keep that rivalry yeah, going it keeps yeah, it going it's hard to they, do that after a they, squash though yeah but if they would have squashed if she would have squashed her back to back I mean it, it would have been done well sort of yeah. because you remember Goldberg squashed Brock and then Brock came back and beat him so well we all knew that was gonna happen. yeah, yeah we and did, that was that, that was a long leaving. yeah and that was a longer match just like this one was so I mean and then of course the main event Roman versus Braun ended in a no contest it was funny we were texting during this time and saying that. I asked Bear what our records were, and we were both four and three. I had Roman. He had Braun. And we were saying that, okay, one of us is going to win. We did not think it would end in a no contest, which it did. Uh Um, At one point, Drew and Dolph came out. They ended up, and then the semi-shield came out. Two of them ended up on top, and maybe more, I don't remember. Um, But Seth and Dolph went through the tables. And did you notice how long that went, like on top of the cell? They were up there for what five ten minutes fighting. Probably five. So yeah. Braun and yeah. Roman were just laying in the ring. Yeah, they were just standing yeah. there. And and I, I'm like, they okay. showed those far spots out, so it was kind of like, okay, what's going on? And then yeah, you know, and then like you said, my I, I told um, Gary and Brandon via text before when the Cowboys game came on, I was turning the wrestling sound off and the Cowboys sound on, so I could watch. So when the lights hit, they didn't show, but you could see the lights flashing in the background. So I knew someone was coming out, but I didn't have the sound on, so I had no idea what was going on. And then, of course, they pan over, and I was like, holy shit, they're bringing Brock out? Like, and I, I It had, was stupid, but it was not expected. It was a good twist. It was a good twist, yeah. and I, I'll tell you a little bit more about that. So what Brock ended up doing was he kicked the door off the cell, went in there, F5'd them both, and uh, Mick Foley was a special guest ref, took some pepper spray to the face from Heyman, and then a ref came down and just called it a no contest. So it was kind of crappy way to end it, but I knew this was going to happen because right before they started talking about how they're going back to Saudi Arabia, WWE, for those that don't know, has a 10-year deal with the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia to do two events a year. So they did the Greatest Royal Rumble, which, by the way, brought in more revenue to them in profit than WrestleMania. They're going to keep doing this. And this is what they're doing. I don't know if you guys saw this, so I'm going to talk a little bit about what they're calling WWE Crown Jewel, which is on November 2nd, which I'll throw it out to my brother. That's his birthday. He will be 29. So, Derek, happy birthday on November 2nd. I'll be watching Crown Jewel. But they have that 10-year contract. They're going to do a World Cup tournament. Think King of the Ring. We all like King of the Ring. So they're going to play soccer? Yeah, I know. That's what they called it. I, I thought the same thing. Um, they may have all the matches on the card, or they may just do the final three. Can you imagine Braun Strowman playing soccer? Yeah. <laughs> He'd be a great goalie. <laughs> yes, he would. So they, they may do the prelim matches on Raw and SmackDown. We'll see. But I don't know if you guys saw this, what the current plans are. The current plans are to bring HBK back then to team with Triple H against Kane and Undertaker. And I don't know if you guys saw this. Kane yeah. is going to be an Undertaker. It was on Raw this past week. Kane is going to be in Undertaker's corner at the Super Showdown, and HPK will be with Triple H, of course. So it'll be interesting to see. And they're talking about doing this because they want to get more draw because they know they can get money. And Brock is going to be there in a triple threat with Roman and um, Braun. Yep. And and yeah. did you see how much he might get paid for this one appearance? Who? Who's that? Brock. Brock. Oh, no. Pronouns Seven pal. figures. Jeez, seven figures, yeah. And you know, if HBK is coming out of retirement, he's getting seven figures too. Yeah, he's got to be. Yeah, so uh-huh. that th- those are the current plans. I'm not going to be surprised if they do it. It's and a, it's a little bit disappointing it that is. it's on it. No, no, not that. I don't care about the money. I'm saying that no, it's on at I'm, 5 a.m. Oh, I was saying it's disappointing. I don't want to see HBK come back. I love him, and I love how he went out. And I'm, if this is how they bring him back, no, for, I like that. A one-off. 
It's okay, but if this is the one-off, I hope they're all done. If they, uh, the four of them, the four of them are the original from the Attitude Era. They're the uh, last four, right? I don't think I don't think you can close it out like that. I mean, Mick Foley's around. I mean, Goldust still wrestles. So well, yeah, but we're talking main guys. Oh, I mean, Mid Carter's like a main so guy. So if they do this, I hope it's not the last of HBK, Who? but we'll see. I, well, I I don't know. Quick side note: Who do you think retires in Undertaker? Who do you think is his last match? Because I don't think it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be this this tag team. Michaels, if they do it, thirty five WrestleMania really do? thirty five. Nah, I don't want to see it. Just doesn't make sense. I don't want to see it. I, I would hope that like Bear had said before, there would be HBK and Triple H, and he retires him, and Triple H is done. But I I don't see him. I see him like would. Vince. He's going to keep going. He's going to be there. He's going to take over eventually. He's going to fight. He'll be the authority figure, and somebody's going to come up and be, you know, that face while he's the heel. He's a great heel, and he's a great face. That's what he makes him. TV more. That's what makes him a stud. Just like Y2J. Y2J can come back anytime. Look at the. You just made the list. He just made that up, and look how big that was. He knows how to reinvent himself all yeah, the time. Triple H. If 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 I would love to see him take over. Well, he's going to take over, but I mean, I'd love to see him step in like what Vince did in the Attitude area. Attitude era, agree. But he's got to be on TV more. He can't be. He can't be doing this, you know, showing up every four months or something coming out. Well, he needs and, to be on TV every single day. And and you got to think too. Um, you know, Triple H right now is forty nine years old. Yep. Vince, when he started the Attitude era stuff, starting to do this was fifty three. Yes. When he started into that, actually, yep. he was fi- fifty two. Who really. else is fifty three right now? But. Uh, Undertaker, Paul he, Heyman. Oh, oh, oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah. I just saw. I, 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 saw I didn't his, say eighty-five. Uh, <laughs> I saw his um, documentary on WWE Network. Heyman's yeah. pronouns, pal. Yeah, it was. It was a good one. You're so mean to him. Are you still salty about that, <laughs> no, just, that Wednesday just, recording? I just did that to you too. I, you guys say he. I mean, pronouns, pal. <laughs> pronouns, Damn it. pal. Damn it. Yeah, he. He. Okay, I'm going to hee you he. out of your chair over there. Hee, hee, hee. Hee-haw. Why don't you give him those hands while you're at it? So uh, this this is what I find interesting, though. They're going to have three special pay-per-views within a month. Yeah, so that's what I that's why I'm, I'm October confused. 6th, you have the showdown. Now you have November 2nd, the crown jewel. Evolution is taking a back seat, especially with the crown jewel. If they're going to bring HBK back, the all-women's pay-per-view is taking a back seat. On, I think it's the... 28th of October, I believe. Yes. It's, it's within the same week like that it's going to happen. That's just that's kind of insane to me. Yeah, they can't be doing that because then they're going to turn into like the UFC and have way too many pay-per-views right. in a short time span. You know, once a month. If you got to do two in a month for like these special ones in Saudi Arabia and and then you got to have your, you know, other like Hell in a Cell, for example, pay-per-view, that's fine. Make them, you know, two weeks apart from each other. But, yeah, when you start doing one after another after another, ugh. Don't like it. But see, they they tried that when they did the brand split here a couple about last year. They were going every two weeks. There was a pay per view, and then they, all of a sudden they stepped away from that. So right, and they've done that a couple times now. And lastly, on this crown jewel, I have a quote from Dave Meltzer. So we know how some God. people feel, and we know how we feel about him. But with the kind of this is what he said to quote with the kind of revenue at stake, meaning these shows generate more actual dollars for the company than even its WrestleMania shows. They load up on outside talent and give them large paydays. 
And I, I agree with him on that. That's I mean, why that's, Brock's back. Yeah, that's why Sean's here and Taker. And that's because, yeah, exactly that. They're going to fill, what, probably 60, 70,000. I don't know where they're at inside, outside, what the arena is. I mean, but Saudi Arabia, you got to think, one, has, yeah, a lot of WWE fans. But two, is one of the richer nations with all the oil they have there. A lot of people that have a lot of money. And, the, king, of and money. the kingdom's paying for it. They have the deal with the kingdom. So... Yeah. It's easy, easy yeah, money it's, for them. And I mean, crazy. it's smart, and that just shows you how great of a businessman Vince still is. Like, and it's he's insane. worth several billion dollars now. And two point six. And we we should have bought that stock, like we said we should have, and we didn't because we didn't know about it, and or we knew about it, but we didn't know how to feel about the network. And what is also genius here is these are exclusive to the network, exclusive to the network. So you're getting more people on that network, and the network. I can't remember how many subscribers there are now. A couple million, probably. Think about it. $10 a month at $2 million, $20 million, just in revenue off that alone. Exactly. And that's not and that's not even ads. That's just subscriptions. Exactly. It's and that doesn't, that doesn't count that. And that doesn't count their new TV deals yeah. they got With where they Fox, tripled so. their money. Did you just see, I think it was sometime earlier this week, um, I want to say maybe Monday or Tuesday, where Triple H and Stephanie were there with Fox, and they did like an unveiling with Cletus, I think, the football, you know, the, the Fox football guy forever, the robot. And they unveiled their WWE for, I think, what, 2020 or 2019? 19. 19. So next year. October of 2019, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I knew it was later in yeah, 2019. Yeah, it's later in the year. But, yeah, they had their big reveal and all that. And they had Cletus, like, in WWE gear and all that. And it was I thought that was pretty cool. I saw that on Twitter, I think, somewhere. And the, the best part is NBC paid more money to have one show instead of two, which is unbelievable. So Vince just shows you, and I don't think it's just Vince anymore. You got to give a lot of this to Triple H and Stephanie. Yeah. They are huge. Triple H, especially pulling these indie guys, making WWE bigger, which will lead into one of the questions we got uh, at the end of the show, which I will get into then. And because we added another segment besides the Jason debate and Justin on the Twitter, because Justin on the Twitter this week gave us two. So we thank him for what he gave us Wednesday, and we thank him for what he's given us today on Saturday. So we appreciate it. But I want to quickly run down the Super Showdown, which is in Australia, the card for that currently on October 6th. So what we currently have is, like we said, Triple H uh, is fighting The Undertaker in a singles match. Triple H had Shawn Michaels in his corner. Undertaker has Kane in his corner. Another thing they have there is Bobby Lashley and Cena are teaming up against Elias and Kevin Owens. Should be interesting. This one you guys may enjoy. We I, I talked about this months ago, if you guys remember. Daniel Bryan is fighting The Miz. Singles match to determine the number one contender for the WWE Championship. Here's what's going to happen. Is that official? It, it is official. And here's what I think is going to happen. If Bryan wins this match, Samoa Joe wins. If Miz wins this match... AJ Styles wins the, later on because they are fighting on the card as well. That Because you, you want the face and the heel. I could also see Miz you know, going up against Samoa. It's not going to be the draw. I'm still sticking with it's going to be Miz and AJ Styles, and we'll see what happens. Or it could be Brian and Samoa Joe. I mean, we'd, I'd like either one of those. I'm okay with either one. Next, you got the Shield against, of course, Strowman, Ziggler, and Drew McIntyre. The Bella Twins and Ronda are fighting the Riot Squad, so that's on there. AJ's fighting Samoa Joe for the title. Cedric Alexander's fighting Bud, uh, Buddy Murphy for the cruiserweight. New Day is fighting uh, the Bar for the tag team titles of SmackDown. We are the Bar. I, I usually fight the Bar most weekends, yeah. I know you do. Ashka and Naomi are fighting the Iconics, so that'll be interesting. And then, of course, Becky and Charlotte. So that's the current card. We'll see what happens. What do you think the main is on this one? The main event. 
You think it is Triple H and Taker? Think they'll do that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, wait, did you... The Triple Threat? No, that'll have to be the main event. The Triple... Th- the You mean the three-on-three? Braun uh, and Ziggler and McIntyre against uh, The Shield? Which one was this? Sorry. This is the Super Showdown. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yes. I think that will be... I don't think Triple H and Undertaker will headline. Okay. That'll be, they normally don't. They don't think they ever have. Um... And you never know, they might, depending on what they're trying to do with Michaels and Kane, and if they do do that tag match at, uh, at, at um, Crown Jewel, we'll see what happens. So let's go into Justin on the Twitter. He sent us a picture on Twitter of Taker with two stacked whiskeys in one hand at Ric Flair's wedding. So his question is, what other wrestlers were known for their drinking habits? By the way, congratulations to Ric Flair. I think this is his fifth Winning. So he was a so, four-time loser, hopefully not five. Um, they say the fifth time, you marry for money. <laughs> oh, wait. No, that was the second time. I'm going to quickly time. say Flair is uh, one of those guys known for his drinking habits. Yeah. Um, that I, was going to be mine, so just, yeah. I mean, Stone Cold. I mean, obviously. I mean, he <laughs> well, brought, why? brought it into the, I don't know why, but I mean. he. Okay, what, he, is he what does he do? He, I mean, does he have his own beer or anything? Come he on, does. You, he does. You're a Stone Cold Mark. Let's Bro- go. The Broken Skull. Uh, the IPA. Beer, yeah, IPA that he started, which I still have not seen. Does and, he have uh, Steve Weisers? He should. <laughs> uh, the boy, I mean, the guy rocked uh, Miller Lite for a while, which was awesome. And Natty Lite. Uh, if you go back and watch some of those, if you go back and watch. It's always fun when I go back and watch a Raw every now and then. You see the people throwing him and seeing what he has because there's, sometimes there's Coors, sometimes yeah. there's Natty, sometimes there's Miller, sometimes there's Budweiser's. There is all of that. If if you watch uh, if you watch his documentary, um, he he'll uh, talk about when he came back to be the general manager, and they they'd show a couple times that was like a five minute segment. I mean, he would literally he would literally be drunk. He he would say I was I, I'm literally drunk, and he's out there. He he. Well, when he, he when he, he went was, down the uh, when he went down yeah, the ramp with the chair, chair, he was definitely <laughs> you could tell his face he, was red, uh, but it was hilarious. He would do those shows. I mean, and he would he people would say that he would stay like twenty minutes after just after the show went off air, just out there entertaining, drinking beers, drinking Stone Cold with uh, Leland Garcia, um, you know. But that's the thing, though. Stuttering uh, Triple H and The Rock, you know, for like literally twenty minutes after it went off air. So and, and you got to think too, when um, you know. After this, this was, you know, after he quit and the neck surgeries and everything along those lines. So he was in a much better place when he came back in, what was it, 03, right? I think it was late 03, sometime around then. Uh, to be the general manager? It yeah. was two weeks after WrestleMania. So it was April, uh, uh, I don't know. WrestleMania 19, date. right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, April of 2003. It was like so two you, weeks after WrestleMania. So you got to think, yeah, I mean, it was after all that, he came back, he fought The Rock one last time, and that was his last match, obviously. But he didn't have to wrestle anymore. He didn't have the... I mean, he still had pain and all that, but he got to do the general manager stuff. Still got to be on TV, as everyone wanted to see. I mean, still would sell out as general manager, knowing that he'd be out on the show three, four, five times, you know, and not even wrestling. But it's it's Stone Cold, man. And, yeah, all the drinking he did, phenomenal. Obviously, he still does the Broken Skull IPA. It's great. Yeah, um, like I said, I, I hope locally that I'll come locally so I could try it. Um, I never really bought beer online, so I don't know how that works. You can just um, buy it and they'll ship it. Yeah, I, I, I guess. But, um, yeah, I, I can't really think of any. I mean, there's there's so many people that we can talk about. A, that, lot, a lot of wrestlers, yeah, I think, we lot. know. Are dr- I mean, Jake the Snake was just a drunk. I mean, you got these yeah, guys. Scott but. Hall. I mean, good Lord, Scott Hall. I mean, his time in NWO towards the end and what his his 
unbelievable. I think I can't even think of an adjective to use for his time in WWE in 2002. Yeah, was just awful. But that was when he was trying to quit, though, too. Yeah, he was. But I mean, I'm so glad, and this will lead into what we're talking about later. But I'm so glad that you know he's doing great now, um, especially with uh, what you know what he did with DDP. But um, yeah, Scott Hall. I watched his documentary too. Uh, who else? We could talk about. Uh, um, oh, yeah, there's tons. I mean, Road Dog. I think he had a yeah. Yeah, Road Dog had alcohol problems. He is more. I think he had a lot of drug problems too. Yeah, but yeah. So I mean, a lot of those those guys do. It's a professional wrestling business. You know, they're they're hooked on painkillers, and then it's to alcohol to relieve the pain of the ring. And you're never home, so yeah. you're always on the road. Like you know, obviously, you just go to Flair. It's simple as that. Marriotts everywhere. I mean, yeah. he said Ric Flair's one of his most popular lines, or I've you know spilt more liquor around this country than you make. You know, stuff like that. Yeah, I've spent and, more on spilled liquor than yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, and and with just like you, yeah, yeah, I, not not as much as Ric Flair, but I probably catch him one day, and I try not to spill my liquor. I definitely try to drink it all. I mean, that'd be silly to spill it. You're wasting alcohol. It's alcohol abuse. Everybody knows that. But yeah, Flair definitely. I mean, is is probably the number one drinker. He didn't do it on TV, obviously, but outside of the ring, I mean, the dude, yeah, crashed bars, killed hotel rooms all the time, but would always drink. And the funny thing is, is you get these stories from the podcast, like Bruce, Bischoff, all these. You know, when they went out and drank with him, he would get to a point to where he was, like, feeling good. Not just hammered. I mean, don't get me wrong. There were times where he was. You get all those stories. But he'd get to a point where he's buying everybody in the bar shots, everyone in shots. You know what he was doing? He was throwing it behind him. He wasn't doing it. He was pretending to do it, but he'd get everybody else drunk around him because he's already feeling good. It's right. He can be sober. He's going to have a good time. Yeah. But he would stop doing shots after a while and just throw them in a bush or throw them back. Yeah, I don't have we, any idea. We, we can talk about the plane ride from hell. I think it was in 2002. Yeah. I think it was. Um, I think everybody on that freaking plane was, except for Jim Ross, was absolutely obliterated. <laughs> uh, so we can talk about a lot of guys. So um, do you have any others? Flair, Austin. I, I'm going to say Kurt Angle because he drank milk. <laughs> it didn't specify yeah, who, what they drank. Um, their drinking habits. He had a milk habit, so I'm going to go with him as well. The princess is now a Dairy Queen. <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, I want to go into a few things here. So, we're adding a segment, and we're going to call it the Perfect Discussion because Mr. Perfect in our NFL pigskin pick'em, Jeremy. So, the Perfect Discussion featuring Jeremy, who's going to give us some questions each week. Will we kind of hit on this a little bit? But will any other promotion be able to compete with WWE ever again, or will their dominance always continue? No, I think their dominance is going to continue. I think there's nobody out there right now that can compete. Um, I mean, New, New World Japan, is, is they're doing great. Cody Rhodes is, is, is putting something together. Um, Ring of Honor has been around forever. TNA is slowly dissipating. Um, I don't think... Anybody will ever match WWE with what they got going on. I mean, they're they're so global with the network and everything. And I mean, just I don't think anybody's going to touch them. And I know Impact earlier this week had meetings with WWE. So over time, I'm not going to be surprised if WWE does buy Impact over time. We'll see. You know, Anthem Media, I believe, has that. I don't think anybody competes like we kind of hit on a little bit last week. Nobody's going to ever really compete with them. They're just too big now, especially yeah. with the contracts, everything they have. I do like to see these indie promotions come together because it's nice to just kind of have something different, and it's almost another breeding ground. You think of, I think of them as the NFL. We know we're going to have the uh, Alliance of American Football coming. 
that's what these become is a feeding ground to WWE. That is now what it is. Hey. WWE is the NFL of wrestling. Don't forget about the XFL. Yeah, and the XFL will be a breeding ground too. The, the XFL is like NXT, and you've got the the Alliance of American Football, which is going to be like your other indie promotions that are going against the WWE. Yeah, that's and none, how none, it is. none of these are going to beat the NFL. You're not going to see the Alliance never. or whatever or no. the XFL. The XFL will never it, meet. It is, Vince, it, yeah. it's too big now, and what Triple H and Stephanie have added to it, it's just going to continue. And they've got, uh, what, three daughters as well who are going to grow yep. up into the business. And, you know, Triple H and Stephanie are very smart business people. They are going to continue to dominate. And don't forget about Shane. He's got three boys who are probably going to grow up in this business as well. It'll be interesting so. to see all of them <laughs> clash in the future. I'm looking forward to that when we're in our 50s to see what happens there. But, yeah, but just, I mean, just, uh, and I'll, I'll say something real quick. Just, I don't think anybody is going to match what WWE is doing right now. It, we could all change 20 years from now. You could see something come up. And, you know, Cody Rhodes, like, he, like I said before, he's doing something great. But nothing's ever going to – I don't think anything ever is going to beat WWE. Well, if we're still a podcast in 20 years, think back 20 years ago to 1998. Do you think – would you have thought the WWE would be where it is now and WCW would be gone? Everything would be that way in 98 at this time. No, I I think I said this a couple weeks ago that WWE thrived off of – their competition that they had with WCW. Right. If that competition didn't happen, I don't think WWE would really be where they're at right now. And like Vince has said, he is now, he's not a wrestling company. He's not big on saying wrestling. He is an entertainment company, and that's what he competes with. And I'm not going to be surprised over time. He has the network now. You have your Disney's of the world. You have your Netflix and all of this. If Vince or Stephanie or or, uh, Paul, Triple H, Try to get into other types of businesses as well. You can see what they're doing. They have all their own shows on the network, which there are some pretty good ones. My my son enjoys. They haven't recorded in three years, but Slam City. He watches it on repeat. He loves the little Slam City things they do. There, there's Camp WWE's on there. You have Edge and Christian have a show on there. You've got uh, Bruce time. and Conrad. They're Story on there. Was yep. Bruce Story and Conrad time. are on now. Yeah, I mean, and there's there's so much. And you're right. They can go out and go everywhere. You know, with Twitter and Facebook and everything they do. They're very interactive on Twitter all the time. So, yeah, I, I don't ever foresee any other company coming in and, and giving them a run for their money. But you know how fun it would be if they did? If something did come up, if New Japan was more mainstream and did that? Because, I mean, you saw what happened at the All-In. I mean, Kenny Omega fought and Jericho came back out again and attacked him. Like, they have a great storyline going on right now, and it's it's New Japan. And I'm not, you know, it's, it's something that not a lot of people are seeing because it's not shown over here in the States. You know, you got to watch it on the Internet. So it's certainly potential that something will, I mean, you can't say nothing. It's going to be there forever, you know, with, with Triple H and, and, and uh, you know, Shane and Stephanie, and, and they're going to take over the company and then their kids and blah, blah, blah. It'll always be there. It'll be that way. In another 20 years from now, I mean, who the hell knows what's going to happen? <laughs> it's, it's hard to figure out, but obviously, you know, it, it would be cool if they got someone else in there that wasn't, you know, impact wrestling that's not exciting anymore, anything like that. But you know you gotta gotta go back out and, and find the talent and find everyone to to do this. So get a whole. I mean that would be like if you know the same thing if this American Allegiance of football or whatever had, you know even though what WCW did was just pull all the old time wrestlers who everyone knew. But could you imagine like Kurt Warner, Brett Favre, you know all these older guys who are retired playing football again? I mean you don't really want to watch it. But it's one of those things that back then with wrestling, it's a little bit different. And everyone wanted to see that. 
and Bischoff was a genius and put together a lot of good storylines and then kind of faded away, obviously, as, as it got out there with other people, and that's, that's a whole discussion for another day. But I think eventually at some point, if another company did at least, you know, give them a little bit of run for their money, I think that'd be good for everybody. It would be good for wrestling fans, it would be good for the WWE, and it would be good for that company to get exposure of whatever it may be down the line. So, just my opinion. And it's a good one. Again, uh, this is... Well, thank you. (laughs) Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Great discussion. Uh, Jeremy, thanks for the, the topic to discuss. We look forward to each week you adding to this, our wrestling show, the perfect discussion. So, to me, this was a pretty perfect discussion to start it off. Uh, keep it up on those NFL picks. We're, we're hoping to catch you. I know we're two games out. Uh, tomorrow we're, gonna, we're, we're coming back at you. We caught you a little bit this week, so we're going to see what happens at Thursday Night Football. So, hey, uh, next thing is the Jason debate. And he had a great question this week. And Brandon, I don't know if you got to see part of this and what he had said, but he wanted a discussion about, he left this open, about Diamond Dallas Page and our favorite match with him. He thought you might want to lead off this or, or top this conversation about uh, DDP Yoga. Uh, yeah, this is something that he started a couple of years ago. Um, it was on what's that show that the the shark, the shark or whatever Shark Tank Shark Tank yeah he he um, the shark sh- Jaws yeah <laughs> he was on there. Finding Nemo yeah he was on there promoting um, this uh, he he started it up it was it started off small grew and grew and grew and I mean now it's just it's helping out everybody um, before I forget another guy he's trying to help out is Raven he's getting a hold of Raven trying to help him out um, he said stay tuned so hopefully that'll help out. Um, just the people that, that he has helped over the years. Um, Jake the Snake. I saw Jake the Snake's documentary. Um, good Lord. Uh, Scott Hall. He helped him out. Um, I, I, Me and my wife, we bought the DVD about a year ago. We've been... Um, I never did yoga before. Um, I thought it was kind of weird. But um, the we walked through it. Um, we, we've been doing it lately. Um I mean, we, I'm sorry, we've been doing it for a while, and uh, it helps. But uh, the people that he's helped, uh, like I said, Jake the Snake, Scott Hall, uh, Mick Foley. If you saw Mick Foley before um, and when he came back to be the general manager and what he did on Sunday, how he looked last Sunday, he looked, I mean, he looked pretty good. Um, and like I said, he, he's, he's going to help out Raven. He looked good for Mick Foley. Yeah, he looked good for Mick Foley. <laughs> but uh, he's he's going to help out Raven. He wanted to help out Vader. He tried really hard to help out Vader before Vader, unfortunately, passed away. Um, but, yeah, it's a great program. If, if, you know, if you're – if if you look at the promotions, I mean, the, the videos that he has shown of how – of the people that he's helped um, – I am sorry I'm blanking on this guy's name. I think it's Albert, or it starts with an A. If you watch his video, this guy was like a Vietnam vet, um, couldn't walk. He was um, couldn't walk because of his time in, uh, in Vietnam when he was parachuting out of planes, I think, or the Cold War, one of those. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm blanking on it. But um, if you watch the video, he lost a bunch of weight. Arthur. Arthur, I'm sorry, not, not Albert, Arthur. If you watch the video, you can see what he what this guy did. He transformed him, like, amazingly. He's on the DVD that, that we use right now. Um, but, yes, he's helping people. If, if you need help with, with that kind of stuff, um, I'm telling you, buy the DVD. I think it was, like, 60 bucks when we got it. It's definitely worth the money. Um, if you guys, if these two, these two know how I spend my money, I don't really spend it a lot. So it's definitely worth 
definitely worth um, the money. Um, if you need the help, get it. Um, as far as my favorite match with him, it's got to be when he won the title for the first time. Um, and that triple, and I know Jason said this in his uh, the email that he sent, but um, that triple, I mean, that uh, four-way match between, I think it was Ric Flair, Sting, um, and Goldberg. Hogan. Oh, Hogan, I'm sorry. Hogan. I think it was um, April 11th of 1999. Spring so, Stampede. Yep. He, uh, he was 35 when he got into the business. 35. He's 63 right now. He just came out uh, all in, uh, do the diamond cutter on, I forget his name, but uh, he's 63 right now. He didn't get into the business until uh, he was 35, like I said. Didn't wrestle until he was like 42. He started off as a manager. Um, where he, at? Where what, at? What did he drive? Do you remember that? I Pink Cadillac. Not. Yeah. Pink Cadillac for Honky Tonk, man. There we go. So, uh, yeah, my favorite match with him has got to be the first time he won the title. I mean, the crowd, I mean blew up after that he was not the guy that everybody thought was going to win um you're, you're you're facing those four i mean those other three guys i mean nobody thought he was going to win when he when he w- did win um crowd blew up uh, i think uh, another one of my favorite moments is when uh nwo wanted him and he uh, ex- you know accept- accepted it at first took the crowd yep there you go um got the crowd going and then he uh um, took care of Scott Hall, I think it was, and uh, di- gave him the diamond cutter. So my favorite match with him is definitely when he first won the title. Another good moment uh, was when he turned um, when he was when he went to NWO and then he turned on him about a minute later. So that was, was just, about. I was just about to say that's definitely yeah. my favorite moment yeah. because they're shaking exactly. hands, they're being buddy buddy, and then out of nowhere, <laughs> Kevin Nash turns his back to the Kevin crowd Nash and, turns his back. Hall gets the diamond cutter and he's gone. That's great. Um, Probably my favorite DDP match was when he was in a feud with Macho Man, and he dressed up as La Parka. I think that has to be one of yes. my favorites. Vaguely, um, I remember that, but yeah. Because, you know, he was he was in, a I think, um, Elizabeth and um, Kimberly, which was his wife at the time, were in sort of a thing, too. So they were going back and forth, and Macho Man, um, you know, beat up Kimberly a little bit, blah, blah, blah. You know, they're in a good feud. And uh, Macho Man had a match just on a Nitro with LaParka, and he was beating him up, beating him up. Then out of nowhere, boom, hit the diamond cutter. And, you know, he pulls off his mask, pins him for the one, two, three. Everyone freaks out. He runs away. It was good because then the NWO, of course, you know, were they were coming to get him. And they didn't – obviously, they would have got him because this was after the fact that he rejected him. And this is when yeah. DDP would run through the crowd and everything. So I, I, I always love that. Yeah, certainly love what he's doing with the DDP yoga. Um, you know, you touched on it very well. It's it's very good for everybody who gets involved in that, and it's good what he's doing, what he's doing for old wrestlers as well. You know, he's pretty much saving people's lives. Because if he didn't help out Scott Hall, if he didn't help out, you know, Jake the Snake, they'd both be dead right now, guaranteed, you know. Yeah. So it's, he's not only, not only, you know, just with his yoga, but just in general, obviously he's a great guy, you know. So it's, it's good that he can do something like that. And I... I didn't like what they did with him in WWE, more or less. Um, you know, with the whole Stock and Undertaker thing, it was a little bit weird. It was an odd angle when he came in, but you know, I I think that he could have been used maybe a little bit better. But obviously, maybe if he was, he would have been a little bit more successful and would have never done the DDP yoga, and then all this wouldn't have happened. So maybe it all you know went well for what he needed. Yeah. So, uh, for me, I, I do like the, the Fatal 4-Way when he won the title. Uh, that's up there along with, uh, and there's a few reasons behind this. So, 1998, Halloween Havoc, he fought in the main event 
against Goldberg, undefeated Goldberg at the time, which was probably the best match that in Halloween Havoc history. But people don't know this or remember this, that that was the same, it was a, like a co-main, same time that it was awful, Hogan versus Warrior 2. Ugh. Terrible. So that was that happened there. Horace Hogan came out and then ended up hitting him with a steel chair. It was a terrible finish. So just as DDP and Goldberg were getting ready to lock up, the whole thing is WCW ran out of broadcast time, cut it off, so people didn't get to see the match. And yeah. it was one right. of the best matches ever. But the tape machines are rolling. Right. So they got to see it the next night on, on uh, Nitro for free. But easily one of the best matches that he did not win, and and it was so good. If you go back, go back and check that out. Great match for especially those two guys, you know, looking at it. He had great feuds, like you said, with Savage. He had good stuff. He had a, a match with Raven and Benoit earlier in, in time. I can't remember what year it was, but they also had a great match. He had some great feuds with Benoit. Oh, it was Uncensored 98. And then uh, Super Brawl 8, he fought Benoit one-on-one. And like you said, it might have been that. He fought Savage a couple times, Spring Stampede, Halloween Havoc, Great American Bash. They had a whole thing for a year. It was just amazing. So, um Great, great question, and it kind of led into Jeremy asked me another thing about, you know, DDP and, and the yoga and him doing the, the diamond cutter, which now led into the RKO and what that is and, and people that watched it back in the Attitude Era. And when WCW was around, he would do the diamond cutter, which is like the RKO now. So uh, it, it's pretty interesting to see. So that will lead us to our last topic, which is top three finishing moves and the men or women. Who did them best, or who did them, and the best time you saw it? So, Brandon, do you have a number three? Um, yeah, I was kind of going back and forth because when the DDP got brought up, I mean, I did like the diamond cutter. Um, and the best time that I mean, anytime he used it, I, I guess the best time would definitely have to be when he turned on NWO, like we were just talking about. Um. But I guess before that, the honorable mention, I would have to be, I guess, the Frog Splash with uh, Eddie Guerrero and RBD. I like that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, my number three, I'm going to go with DDP, the Diamond Cutter. And best time you said NWO. Bang! Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, you didn't bang it. Oh. Bang! Nah, there we go. <laughs> bang! <laughs> I, is that how you end DDP yoga, by the way? Absolutely. You just give a Diamond it's Cutter awesome. with a bang? It's awesome, because one of the... What yeah, do you bang it's, after DDP yoga? One of the... Uh, at the end... You know, you're you're sitting there, and he's like, take the you know, take the deepest the breath. popcorn jar. Take the deepest breath you took all day, and he's like, you know, then you do it, and then he goes bang, and I always hit the carpet, bang, <laughs> loud on the carpet. So yeah, I want to see that. Yeah, I might just come over to watch <laughs> no, you do DDP Number three yoga. for you. Number three for me is probably the uh, Sweet Chin music. I would have to say, um, I absolutely love the Sweet Chin music. He Shawn Michaels hit that out of nowhere so many times. So I'm not gonna lie, I can't pick a favorite time that he's done that. I can think of 20 times I love it. Um, so just give me Shawn Michaels because anytime he hits that sweet chin music is amazing. Uh, number three for me is the stunner Stone Cold on Scott Hall. It's probably one of my favorites when Scott Hall yeah, goes really flying. Yeah. Bounces 100 <laughs> yeah. feet in the air. Yeah. <laughs> probably one of my favorites. Brandon, number two. Uh, sweet chin music. Um, just like Bear, I can't name a time. Uh, a lot of them against Ric Flair, against uh, and it, you know Triple H. Just out of nowhere, I mean – Boom, right it it might be what you said the the one he hit against Cena where he just fell on him right afterwards on that yeah. raw yeah that was the, a good the one. long yeah the longest yeah it was like a sixty minute match on raw and then he just hits him and he falls right on him to win it was yeah. awesome 
Bear? Um, my second favorite would be not the attitude adjustment, the FU from John Cena. Um, that is that is great. Um, I wanted to put the F5 up there, but I just couldn't do it. That's probably would be my honorable mention. But the FU, not the attitude adjustment. All right. Um, oh, sorry. Best time he's ever hit it. Big show the first time, um, WrestleMania oh, 20. Yeah, when course. he hit him with the yeah. brass knucks and did it. It was awesome. Uh, for me, I know is the diamond cutter. Thank you. Jeremy also mentioned this too. It's funny he mentioned this that if he had to go between DDP and Orton, give him the diamond cutter all day long. Yeah. I want it with Orton just because I liked Orton a lot, and the best time I ever saw it is when Evan Bourne, you might yeah. remember this, yep. I knew you were shooting gonna, star press, yep. I knew and he you were caught it with it. the RKO. It was so awesome, so perfectly Orton, timed. Orton probably has some of the best timed RKOs oh my out of nowhere, but the diamond cutter was still the original. So. Yeah, it's the original. you got to go with it. But I, because I wanted to mention the Evan Bourne oh. after the shooting star press, one of the best things I've ever seen. Number one. Stunner. Uh, this is yeah, it's no shocker. Uh, again, I can't really. I mean, the times on the rock was hilarious. Um, the the two times that he did not that I do not like the stunner is when he hit it against Linda McMahon, when he did or all, Trump, or, yeah, or Trump, or and then the first time he stunned uh, McMahon, McMahon did not sell. Oh, he it like right. fell over. Yeah, he fell over. Oh, yeah, and it was it was terrible. Mc, McMahon but, is a is a terrible sell on that. <laughs> But other than that, any other time, I mean, I can't pick, uh, pick a specific time. Um, any time other, other than that, um, those two, I mean, it was, it was great. So my number one, and always will be number one, is not the stunner. It is a shooting star press. Uh, Billy Kidman shooting star press, absolutely my favorite. That is probably the most badass move. Um, like I said, it doesn't matter who does it, when it happens, any single time is my favorite. I love the shooting star press, so, so that's my number one. Oh, I thought you were going to say this when Brock did it on Kurt Angle. And broke his neck? Yeah. yeah. No. And was stunned. A real shooting star press. Uh, broke a freaking neck! Uh, I'll give you a guess. Brandon, what's my number one? Sweet Chin Music. Of course. Yeah. Sweet Chin Music. <laughs> my favorite one is against Shelton Benjamin coming off yes. the top rope. Oh, yeah. Clocks him. Yeah. It was just that. like, I, I love was that, uh Was that a Money in the Bank? Or no? I, don't, I think it was Raw. Well, okay. I, did it. I, I it thought was, I recalled a Money in the I, Bank one, was, too, maybe. It was but. the best. And that and Cena, the, that one is a close second for me. So, again, you know, everybody is giving us good topics. Keep them coming. Please. We have a lot of stuff going on. We look forward to everything that, that you guys send us. We got the Jason debate. We got Justin on the Twitter. We got the perfect discussion with Jeremy. Thank you all for everything you give us. Thanks again to All Wear Clothing for what you do and getting us our OTL swag. Check them out, allworkclothing.com. Get in touch with Brandon. Not the Brandon here, as always. And not me. Please don't get a hold of me. Do not get a hold of him. Check out Crandall's Quality Lawn Care on Facebook. Give him a call, 419-704-5471, for all of your lawn care needs. They will help you out. Again, thank you all. Thank our sponsors. Thank everything that's been going on. I hope you all enjoy college football today. Enjoy NFL tomorrow. If you missed the Thursday night game, you can still get your picks in for Sunday and Monday. Still 15 games to go. Check it out. Get at us. Try to beat us and win that OTL swag. As always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Brandon, can I give you the shooting star press? No. <laughs> <laughs>